Hi, I'm Brenda. And I'm Jessica, and you're listening to the Lifting You Higher podcast. Where we like to take heavy topics and lighten them up. Our goal is to encourage and lift you up on this journey we call life. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy. today um we're coming to you with um some topics that we hope will help you um be lifted higher that's what we're all about we don't want to and i'm brenda and this is my (laughs) co-host jessica and so um today we're going to talk about something really exciting and that is um jessica has um god has led her to begin a new ministry and so we are going to get to hear about it and and i i don't know i i'm glad i I'm going to be asking the questions, and um, I'm just excited to hear about it because yeah. this is a big deal. It's huge, but also um, I'm like, I don't know how this is all going to happen, but God has somehow always, you know, comes through. That's right. You provides. don't have to worry about how it's going to happen. You just mm-hmm. have to be faithful to do what he tells you to do. But, yeah, yeah. it's still it's very exciting. So tell us what the name of the ministry is okay so um i wanted something that kind of encompassed my vision for the ministry and kind of um what i'll be doing and so i know this was the holy spirit 100 percent. i like to um, pray using the names of god uh-huh. so i the name of the ministry is adonai elroy which means the god who sees Ooh. so um I should have looked up the verse, but there's a verse that, um, I think it's actually Rachel. Rachel said, you are the God that sees me. But anyway, um, so yeah, it's in the, it's in the word. And I just, normally it's like Jehovah, but I just felt like Adonai is something you don't hear every day. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. And so who are the group of people that you are, um, called to minister to? So I'm called to minister to women of all ages. <laughs> Hello. I'm so glad. Podcast. Hello. <laughs> um, yeah, no, women of all ages. And my my drive is just to, honestly, we talk about it a lot in this podcast, is just to make them aware of the giftings and talents and just um, purpose that God's put into their life. Um, and I'm going to be doing that through kind of a curriculum, training curriculum, Hopefully, we're still in the beginning stages of this, so I haven't worked out all the details, but I'm excited to kind of have a, a curriculum to work out, and, and we'll see. Cool, so, cool. Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, teaching material is so important, and it's so needed, and um, biblically accurate teaching material yes. is so needed, and um, so, yeah, and it's, so is this going to be, is there going to be any, like, um, mentoring or um one-on-one time what what do you see yourself doing yeah i i think the first couple meetings will be one-on-one and then because i want the first um, meeting i want to kind of hear their goals and i mean if they kind of know which direction they want to go or and they're just needing to know how and then i also want to know (laughs) if they have trauma 
undealt trauma and if they have undealt offenses because both of those can really hinder you from moving forward in freedom and just moving into God's purpose for your life. So I think those, like the first two or three meetings dealing with those kinds of things will be one-on-one. And then I'd like to have a group of no more than five, three to five, Mm -hmm. to go through like our identity in Christ, like who we are, and then go through the giftings. I think our last podcast we mentioned, you know, that there's so many, we have like the apostle, prophet, teacher, Uh and then there's some others, like non- on pastoral gifts. Yeah, the help with this. Yeah, the help, yeah, yeah, help gifts. So um, to kind of go through that and then to start them off with um, their destiny, like what's their destiny statement? What's God put into them to do? So That's cool. Uh, Now, do you see yourself like doing this in person or do you see yourself doing by Zoom or, you know, because, I mean, what if you get someone like that's in Australia or something? Yeah. I mean, because it's going to be worldwide, I assume, right? Or I don't know. Ooh. We'll see what God wants to do, honestly. Well, but I, I'm not opposed to doing it like on a Zoom call. But I know that there is so much more that we can get out of a one on like oh, a face to face meeting, you know, because, yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, we can get a lot out of Zoom, but I know for me, I'm not a person that does well on Zoom. Like I okay. get so distracted. <laughs> so. I'm not opposed to, but if whatever God leads me to do, I am, okay. I'm game for. All right. Um, when you talk about the curriculum, are we, t- what are kind of like the, um, I know you said that you were going to deal with um, trauma, unaddressed to trauma mm-hmm. or um, offenses. So what, can you touch upon what kind of stuff's going to be in that type of curriculum or just just because I think that's going to be sounds really good. Yeah, the trauma one I haven't necessarily ironed out. But, you know, like we all have trauma. And if we mm-hmm. don't deal with it, then it can be a root that just disrupts all of our other growth. Um, but for offenses, I, I look at offenses as like arrows. So like if somebody offends you, they've shot an arrow into you and you can just like, oh, OK, that hurt and just move on. But there, you haven't taken the arrow out. And so when somebody else bumps up against you, you bump, bump into that arrow and it just keeps happening until, you know, you let God remove that offense. So, um, yeah, just kind of talking about how we get offended and, and how we can, be, you know, just guard ourselves from offense. You know, I always um, see offenses as um, fences. As fences? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. You know, because yeah. it's like, okay, okay, you haven't let that fen- offense that offense go mm-hmm. so now you're fenced in mm-hmm. and there and so when it comes to trusting people you've now got a fence around you okay because yeah. somebody offended you that what you consider to be a friend okay so now we go along and then you go to work and and you're at work and somebody offends you at work so now you've got a fence around you at work mm-hmm. because you can't let it go yep so you just keep fencing yourself into these little pins until there's there's no life outside of it. It's just contained within this little bitty offense. 
this little bitty fenced up area that you have that you're not letting go down go and i just in my in my head i just see visions of little privacy fences you know around you and you go from a little one little privacy fence to the okay so i'm at home i my husband offended me so i have a little privacy fence there and then when i go to work i have a little privacy fence there because i was offended at work and then when i go out you know with friends or go to church oh my god i got offended at church so and so sat in my seat i know i know so now i've got a little fence at church you know and so it's like and god does not it is not god's plan that you live in little bitty fences yes God's plan is that you have the whole world at your access. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, but yeah, it's just, yeah. So, and oh my <laughs> gosh, if there's ever a call for that, it is that. Oh, yeah. And when we, we keep living in our little fenced up place, mm-hmm. we're like, we, we start to play the role of the victim mm-hmm. and not as the victor, like we should be in Christ. That's like, right. Everybody, like everybody thinks negatively about me or is talking bad about me or I have to, stay you know like stand my ground or they're gonna walk all over me kind of like victim playing so yeah it's really important to to deal with those because I feel like those are the those two root issues can really stop you from fully you know being a hundred percent hundred and ten percent in on what God has for you and can just stop you from your true potential so you're really coming alongside people mm-hmm. Who say I'm? I think I'm called to minister to you know I don't know the people in Nepal. Let's just say that, and you're like, okay, so let's what? Let's get a vision statement. Let's get a destiny statement down, right? Well, What's yeah, it? you'll go through the course mm-hmm. before you get to your destiny statement, but mm-hmm. you don't have to want or feel called to minister anywhere. I just want every single woman on oh, this planet oh. to know uh-huh. that they're known, they're loved. They're wanted. They're you know like they're redeemed. Uh-huh. Like those are just really important for me. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. And yeah. Your ministry could be taking raising your children. Yeah. Whatever. I mean. Oh yeah. My God. That's a huge ministry. Oh, raising I know. kids. So underrated. Mm-hmm. Hello. And so important in nowadays. Or times. you know you could be a teacher. Yeah. It just doesn't matter what your job is. Like I just want you guys to know. You could be a banker. You could be yeah. whatever. A doctor. Whatever. Right. You just want them to be at their full potential. Yes. That's cool. That's really cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, so do you have a logo or a, a mo- trademark or something that's coming up? Are you working on that? Yes. I'm working, I have um, one of my really good friends. She is like an incredible designer. Um, so she, I kind of created She's the one. She's the one to lifting you higher. <gasps> she is. She's the same person that did our logo. Shout out to you. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I she's working on that for me. I kind of created one, but I was like, this just isn't it yet. Like, I just need some help. So um, my colors are, are royal purple and a green, kind mm-hmm. of like a, a forest, a light forest green, and then a pink. We'll see. It might change. It's all, I this this is all still really new for me, so I'm kind of slowly developing that. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm excited about our lo- the logo whenever it's ready. Well, that's okay, because, you know, this is like the, like, the baby just came home from the hospital. Yes. And so it's like, let's talk about it because the baby just came home from the hospital. Yeah. We're excited about it. I mean, I know it's all, it's kind of all wrinkly and, and you know, just <laughs> wrapped wet. up in a, blank, in a blanket, not doing much. But anyway, so everybody wants to hear about the baby that came home from the hospital. And that's the stage that we're in right now is yes. that you've just brought, it's just come out. And so it's, you know, it's still wrinkly and 
doesn't do much. It's just swaddled up, you know. I, it always cracks me up when new mothers that swaddle their baby. Yeah. And it's like a little, you know, pack, little burrito. porcupine, you know, like a yeah, burrito or pineapple, you know, you just yes. don't, you know, that's it. That's yeah. all you get. And so, you know, but that's okay because everybody wants to see the new baby that comes from, from the hospital. You yeah. Know, it's exciting. It's great news. So um, tell me how... How did this come to you? Did it come to you like in a dream? Has it just been something that, how did it all come out? I guess like that. Yeah, that it's kind of something that's been just bubbling slowly for a while. Um, so in 2016, I went to the United Kingdom and did a conference with um, a few other ladies and my mentor. And um, we weren't even, I, we weren't even talking about like, um, purpose or you know identity or anything like that but afterward after I after we all had um spoken this woman came up to me because we were all up there for prayer and they were you know if you feel led to one of these areas you know discouraged was my word um how we can turn discouraged to courage Mm -hmm. um and so she came up to me and was asking for prayer and she said God has given me no gifts (laughs) i like, I don't have any gifts. Like, I don't, God has given me none. And it took me, like, I, I'm not like a quick on my feet, like, thinker. Sometimes it takes me a minute. I'm like, wait, what did she just say? Like, after she had gone back to sit down, I'm like, are you serious? Like, what do I do <laughs> other than pray? And so at that moment, my heart broke because I know she's not alone. Mm-hmm. And especially in the UK, I know she's not alone. I mean, in the world, because women we are really rough on ourselves we are so rough I am speaking to myself too because I can be really rough on myself and we can think that we're worthless we don't have any um, gifts to give but we do and so from that point on that was kind of like my the stepping stone I guess to go down this path and I wasn't at that point ready Mm-hmm. To start my own ministry because I didn't really have the greatest relationship with the Lord. I was just kind of like, eh, okay. Like I was serving, okay, but I didn't know, really have that deep, deep connection. And so after that, um, I got a job at DCPI and um, did the whole missionary, you know, something I told God I wasn't going to do. Whole missionary thing. And that gave me a whole... A whole set of like confidence and whole new skills. And then um, actually this last, this past year, 2021, I was like, I need to do something about that. You know, <laughs> it's like, it keeps picking nit- <laughs> at me, you know, yeah. And so I was like, oh, you know, I was telling God one day, okay, I, I will, you know, just send me, I will go. So he told me to quit my job. And I was like, are you sure? (laughs) And I was like, okay, you're right. And so I quit my job. And so the start of 2022, I have been working on this. And I had to get a coach because there is like so many different roads I could take, you know, down this ministry. And I just didn't know really where to start. But having we've only met once and I have like all of this curriculum and I have a logo and I have a name. So it's all like coming together quickly. So, yeah. How exciting. We'll see. Well, and I think we need to I think women need women Mm. to minister to them. And I mean, that's not a new concept at all. And nor is it a concept that 
women are, I mean, <laughs> we are oppressed. I mean, if, yeah. I mean, we, I mean, you have to be pretty much living on a rock not to know what goes on, you know, in the Middle East. You know, I think, was it just 1980s that the women in Saudi Arabia were allowed to vote? Mm-hmm. I mean, think about that. It's 1980. They finally got the right to vote. Yeah. I mean, you know, something like that. I mean, don't Google it, but it's something like around there. <laughs> and um, don't, you know, don't hit me if I'm. Don't, don't quote us on it. <laughs> but, you know, it's, you know, it's like, so you don't have to look at. And then, you know, even when you go out of the Middle East and you're looking at, um, you know, just in America, women are oppressed. I mean, mm-hmm. we get paid less for the same job. I yes. mean, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a fact. It's an accounting <laughs> fact. Yes. It's not you know, like a hallucination. It's no. an accounting fact. Yeah. So, um, and the irony of that is that we are the one that are birthing and raising leaders and <laughs> we're still, you know. Um, let, and let's talk about what's happening in Africa with women in Africa. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You know, and, and what's happened in Asia with women. I mean, I can tell you that there are still people in Asia. And when I speak of Asia, I'm thinking not of just China, but I'm thinking of India, yeah. Nepal, the Philippines, these mm-hmm. Asian countries, the, the sex trafficking that goes on, the um, the... I'll have another baby girl so that I can sell her mm-hmm. to feed the rest of the family. Yeah. I mean, the oppression that goes on and, and we just need to, women need to help women. You know, yes. we just need to be out there. So no, your calling is noble and timely. And we just gotta, um, you know, and you want to come along people that you want to help them fulfill the call on their life yeah whatever that may be yeah and and help them get started and it's really um you know because god loves us so much i mean i just keep i've been reading in uh, mark this week this past like a week and a half and it just has dawned on me how much we're cared for how much god loves us i mean like jesus kept trying to take the disciples away for quiet time you know like for rest Mm -hmm. So we're not meant to just speed through life, you know, but I, every time I think of how much God loves us, I think of rubies or like a precious stone because that's how much we mean to him. And like, we are clothed in a purple robe. If you don't know what that means, that means we're clothed in royalty because we, we are daughters, sons and daughters of Christ. Like we are royalty. And, um, I just think it's so important that we get that in our head. Like it's, it's taken me forever, such a long time for me to realize that the gifts God of God's put into me is for a purpose mm-hmm. and that I actually have gifts and what they are. And, you know, I don't know. I just think everybody needs to know that God loves them, that he created you for a purpose and that, Maybe there's something in you that you haven't been using that you should. I don't. You I don't need know. to be about your father's business. Yeah. 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 And it's not about like, like we've said, like pastor, preacher, prophet, whatever, apostle. It's not about that. It's about where, where you are ministering, where you are in schools, at, you know, bank, at the post office, wherever. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. That's so good. That is so good. Yeah. I, um, you know, we need to, you were talking about, um, um, that you, how you want women to understand how valuable they are to mm. God. Um, 
not not to get off topic here, but that just really struck my heart because I had the same revelation one day, and I think that's probably why we we both wanted to do this podcast is that we just wanted women to know, yeah, you're worthy, yes, worthy, and so. Um, but one day, I you know I was praying to God and I said, God, you know, people always you know ask what should I say when they say you know this is the funny thing. people <laughs> ask why do you do prison ministry, you know, and it's like I have a long drawn out you know, mm-hmm. response, but nobody wants to hear that. You know, they just want to like, a, give me a, you know, you a, need your elevator a, speech. A 15 words. Why are you doing prison <laughs> yeah. ministry? You know? And, um, and so God gave it to me and it's very much tied into what you said. He, and he said, they are my hidden treasures. Yes. And I was like, Oh my God, that's so good. That is so good. I'm like, it's so good. I know that's not for me. That is so good. Mm-hmm. And so then I thought, and I want you to tell them that. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. So the very next time I was in prison and, and now I, I, you know, I have to get my class warmed up to a level mm-hmm. that I can say that so they can receive it. Yeah. But, um, so the first time I got him, I said, you know, listen, God told me to tell you, you're, you're his hidden treasures. You are his hidden treasures. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you could see the unbelief. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a, you know, like a stone wall, you know, mm-hmm. it's like they just could not receive it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but that's really what we all are. Yeah. You know, we're all his hidden treasures mm-hmm. and, but we don't need to be hidden. We need to come out from mm-hmm. being in the hiding. Yeah. And Ooh, the, come out from being in the hiding. Oh, I like that. I love that. Oh, that could be a t-shirt. Oh my God, but you know, like I, we, we've been doing like a recovery ministry at our church and I just feel like, I mean, there's a revival happening. Don't get me wrong. But I, I feel like sometimes, um, especially with those guys, they feel guilty for maybe some things that they've done in their past. Like, God can never love me because I did X, Y, Z in my past. Mm-hmm. But God loves you in spite of what you've done. Like, it doesn't matter what you've done, what you've said, if you've cursed God or not cursed God or, or I don't know, done ridiculously crazy things. Like, God loves you. And that's kind of the whole point I just want to get across because it's just so important. Yes, yes. Well, we thank you for listening to our podcast today. And um, we want to remind you (laughs) that you are beautiful. Yes. That you are wanted. That you have a purpose. You do. And that you are needed. Mm -hmm. You are so needed. And so we just ask that you be blessed and stay safe. And uh, hope to have you listen to us again. Shout out to our listener in Tokyo. Oh, we love you. Yay. <laughs>